Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Well, hello, beloveds. Happy Monday. Ugh. Like, this, like, I don't know. I know it's Monday and I'm not supposed to be complaining. I'm not supposed to be wah wah. We just had a full moon and I had a full weekend and I'm not supposed to be meh. But I have a little bit of a rant to start today's podcast off with. If you guys are new around here, hello, I am Riley. I like to talk about all things fitness. I like to talk about all things manifestation, being a mom, being a wife, sometimes being a little bit bitch. <laughs> I mean, but today I almost was. Um, but I have my co-pilot or one of them here with me today, my husband, Marshall, because we got to do a lawn care poppy update. We haven't done them one of those in a while and you're quite proud of your stripes out there. It's a big season. Uh, we'll get to it. Um what do I want to call this? I guess you could call it a Riley rant. That's got a nice little round, like a little, little, I don't know, nice RR to it, something. Uh, how about stay in your lane? How about you not correct my names on my podcast and you stay in your lane? Just an idea. Um, God, I am on my period, babe. I apologize in advance. <sighs> deep breaths. They call it deep volcano breaths when you do that, and I needed it. Um. But so, okay, today I was in Dollar Tree, which I frequent all of the damn time. Like, I probably should take up stock in Dollar Tree, no lie. Um, it, but that's my place since, I don't know, God forgot. My mom was always one for the Dollar Tree, like, way before it was Dollar Twenty Five Tree. And it's just like, I always get offended when Marshall gives the best presents, wraps everything so beautifully, but he will legit go to Walgreens or Walmart and spend like five ninety nine a damn bag. Have you never heard of the Dollar Tree? But I had to teach you about the Dollar Tree when we first met. Because you didn't, you've never been, you'd never been there before, right? When uh, we met? <clears throat> no, I'd just like grab something at like, if I was at Safeway or whatever and just get like a... Ugh, that hurts my heart. It's like a dollar twenty-five for the cutest stuff. Well, I, I just, I didn't know. I just, you know. You do now. I mean, but you didn't even like do Ross or Marshalls or DJ Maxx when I met you either, right? No. Ugh, you've been missing out. Like, I don't know how we clicked. No, I'm kidding. Um, see, I'm sassy today. But so I was in the Dollar Tree and it was early because... 
Marshall will go to work um, on certain days of the week on certain rotations during the weekend or he'll do like Zoom calls at night as part of his job. Um, so I was with the boys solo and Dollar Tree is always one of those places that like if I get Malin some sort of stupid dollar toy to play with while we're in there and Lyric's always a good co-pilot, he's gotten to the space where he really likes the craft area because the, they've got the metallic markers. Um, but I was going down this aisle and I was looking at some of their like cricket stuff and this old lady, and I say old because she was like maybe, I don't know, old. She was gray and wrinkly. And I'm saying this because she was, she was not a nice person. So our, they have like small carts and their aisles aren't that big. And Lyric was over by Malin because he always takes such good care of his brother. Um, and I was like, Lyric, scooch the cart over a little bit because this lady is trying to come through. And Malin at one point like turn like points his hand to something because he's two and a half and doesn't know better. This old bat looks at him and goes, you need to keep your hand in a cart because you're about to. And I look at her and go, you're about to what? Uh, what? Because she, she says something like you're about to get to or you're about so, like something's going to happen to them. Especially. I was like, you're about to get what? Because listen, I don't run by the idea that just because you're old as shit that you get to be rude. I, you know, like respecting your elders or whatever. Like, yeah, okay, fine. If you're in 1953. I mean, it's just respect, period. Right. Like, I don't care. It's f- fine, I'm old too. I got two kids and I'm married. Does that make me old enough to not be disrespected by your old ass because of the fact? No. Let me stop. <sighs> like, so Riley that doesn't represent anybody but herself is a little sassier than the one that used to represent that huge company. But I just don't like that whole thing, like we live in a relatively small town comparatively to the towns that I've lived in before and it's growing. So I know a lot of the people that have been here since time forgot think that they just run these streets. Okay. No. Um, cause this lady just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if she was just grumpy as shit, whatever, but you don't speak to my children as if they're like your grandchildren or anything like that. Like, no. And so the, everyone might be thinking, oh, Riley, why are you making a fucking big deal about this? I'll get to it. So we get our stuff and we're going to check out. And this lady had her fucking cart literally like if I had farted, that cart would have smelt it because it was literally within three inches of my booty cheeks. And I got to the line like literally a full two minutes before she was there. And it was like, I, she came out of fucking nowhere, like fucking demolition derby with that cart, like out of the hall, like out of the like uh, the aisle. What are you laughing at? You're laughing at me because you could just see my face at this moment, right? Mm-hmm. So booty cart happens and I'm just like, all right. So I'm getting all my stuff out. Lyrics helping me get stuff out. Malin's chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Like he's like a crackhead. When he sees the chocolate, I'm like, okay, hold on. So I pick out a like chocolate bar for them to share later because for me, the $1.25 in the chocolate bar is worth it to not have this temper tantrum at the moment. But then I'm getting checked out and Malin has these little veggie fries that he eats all the time. We get in the individual packs at uh, Costco, Sam's Club. Sorry. Every damn time. It's almost like this magic potion that when they're in the Dollar Tree, this damn bag will spontaneously combust and or he will rip it open and it, the little fries go all over the floor. Lyric is such a good helper like with me and the baby that like he's already on his like knees helping me pick him up. I've got money in my hands. I'm trying to manage Malin's chocolate fit. And the cashier looks at me and goes, oh, you dropped him on the floor. And I just look up at her. And I was like, as far as my eyebrows can go up with the Botox, I was like, 
I'm going to get to it in a second. Cause I'm sitting here thinking you got fucking demolition derby over here with her card up my ass. And then my kid's screaming and all this stuff and I'm trying to get money and whatever. So old bat lady rolls up and she's putting her stuff on the thing. And she takes this little miniature thing of ice cream. It was like Haagen-Dazs and one of those little baby things. But she rolls up and like literally flips it on the conveyor belt. And she's like, May, look, it's my ice cream. It's going to melt me. Wait in here. Like she didn't even finish her sentence. I'm like, bitch, that's fucking like three scoops or three spoonfuls, one. And she's like, it's finally back in stock and it's going to melt. Like, okay, I'm sorry. If your whole life's moment is to be the queen of all of the dollar items, we need to reevaluate things. But that's not, this is what got me super spicy is that when it fell on the floor, the fries or whatever, old bat lady, after she was done bitching about her ice cream potentially melting, she was like, oh, well, yeah, you know, because the cashier was just like, oh, you know, you can throw them out here. You know, you can throw them out in the dish or in the dishwasher. Good God. In the trash can. Because I think she realized that she was being a little rude by immediately getting spicy about the fact that the fries fell on the floor. Like I was not going to leave them there. I worked in all kinds of like customer service positions. I was a server. I worked at Wendy's. I did the damn cart thing. And I still won't bring the freaking cart back if my kids are in the car. Cause I'm sorry, I'm not leaving my children alone in the car to go put the cart back. And I've done that job. So I know how to do it. And he was But this lady old bat lady about the fries she goes yeah and you're not supposed to open them and eat them first either and I had I was done after that I was like um ma'am we didn't first of all second of all these are not your kids you don't know me mind your business and then she didn't say anything after that like I don't understand people's audacity that it's just like I don't give a shit what kind of a bad day you're having being someone that has done all of those customer service jobs and also somebody that was in a very high powered position that had to act just a certain way, no matter what these drunken assholes said or did to me, I get what it is to have to contain yourself. But why does that mean that your old ass gets to try me and say things to or about my kids for no damn reason? Am I being a psycho, Marshall? No. People need to stay in their lane. Well, <laughs> it's just in the day and age that we live in now, like my reaction to her was actually really nice comparatively. Cause remember that guy that I was telling you about at the um, drive-through in the bank, the, the drive-through teller yeah. that was literally, I was counting my money. It was nine o'clock in the morning. So I wasn't expecting a traffic jam and he's get the fuck out of here. Go count that somewhere else. And I'm just like, bruh, you know, like it's just me with my toddler. So I'm not going to start shit, but you don't know who is behind that wheel and what they have in their car. Like, come on. And I thought we moved to a small town to get away from all that. But I guess not. <sighs> I feel yeah. better. <laughs> I, could, I could comment on. Don't behave yourself. You're going to, but you're about to do a, what is that? The song? No, <laughs> we're not going to go there. Absolutely not. Don't get me canceled. Um, but yeah, that was, that was like just something that just bugged me. And I think that it's just, it's, it goes back to my saying of like, I'm nice until I'm not because I consider myself a, a, a respectful human. Like, I don't think that I'm better than anyone else. So I would never like say anything to someone else's children or like reprimand somebody for doing something in the store. So fucking what, even if I did open that bag and he ate it, as long as I pay for it before my foot steps out of that Dollar Tree, it shouldn't be a big deal. But Apparently, old bat lady thought that was a big deal. Like, oh, my God, Marshall. If she would have hit me with the back of that car, like, woo! Old school hoochie hoop rally would have come back out. And I don't give a shit how old you are. Like, I just, I can't deal with that when people that think that just because they're old as hell 
They can be mean. I don't even think it's that in today's age. What do you mean? I think it's just anyone says anything. There's just no level of yeah. common courtesy or respect. Yeah. Like yeah, and we sound like some geezers, don't we? No, I mean, it's just, it's, it's been eroded. Uh, I think it's, you know, two years of people not being in, in person, but we're back yeah. now. You no, know what I mean? I, Pandemic's over. Well, I, I think it's a combination of that. I think it's social media. I think it's a lot of things. Well, yeah, we've been rounds on the podcast with the social media warriors that it's just like, all right, friends. Like, cause I used to take that shit. I used to just, oh, I'm so sorry. And I would like email people now. I'm like, fuck you. But I mean, you look at it from like a standpoint too of like, all the little kids in their school. It's like the way these kids are talking now. Oh my God. Back in the day, that was like middle school or high school when I was growing up. So we haven't gotten into this podcast yet. And I, I was going to do like a standalone podcast about this, but I'll just kind of semi get into it right now really quickly. I chaperoned Lyric's field trip to the Frederick County Fair. Now, I don't like chaperoning. I don't like other people. It's not that I don't like other people's kids. I just, I'm not the person that wants to watch other people's kids. And I've only ever had most of the time, two or three kids at my disposal. So when Lyric asked me to sign up, I've been trying to sign up because now I can, you know, before when I was on terrestrial radio, there was absolutely like, no. And even if I was allowed to go do it, there would have been like problems later. But I signed up. I should have known when I actually got in because I've tried so many times to get in. It's almost like this you can't sit with us mommy group that like certain mom because our, our neighbor always gets in. She does a bunch of them. She gets in every time. With me, I try to sign up. No, we don't have, we have da, da, da. Apparently nobody else signed up for this one. So I got it. Yay. But we show up and Lyric is so excited. He's like, I'm so excited to have you here, mommy. He's showing his desk. He's like, cause I think it's weird that we're not allowed to see, like we're not allowed in the school. Like even if we're picking up our kids, like I don't remember that being a thing when we were in school anyway, but he was just really excited. So we show up and like, I didn't realize that you had to carry all the damn bags of lunch for them. Cause I'm not a chauffeur. I don't do that with my kids. Like I'm not a short order cook. I'm not a chauffeur, whatever. I'm just, I guess I'm not that mom. And I was playing nice for the day. I, w- I had brought a big bag, thank God. So I was like, okay, good for me that I did shoulders yesterday that I got this freaking bag. So we had four kids to a parent, to a chaperone. You're only supposed to have three. So they gave an extra. Unbeknownst to me, I got one of the behavioral kids. That's not my words. Those are their words. Um, we get on the bus. Everything's fine. All the kids are acting nicely. Um, but then we get off of the bus at the fairgrounds, one of the other like head teachers, I guess, comes up and she says, you know, if there's any problems, here's my cell phone number. Like I'm showing some azaleas and the da 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 da. Like she's like, I know these fairgrounds like the back of my hand. I can be here with you in five minutes. It's going to be okay. He should be fine. He's like here and it's simulated and it's not in a classroom. So we shouldn't have any issues. I'm going, what the fuck? Like I didn't realize there was a manual to this, but all right. I was like, uh, I'm a Latina mom. So like not a lot scares me. But okay. But I wanted with everything that I was to like be the fun mommy or like at least, you know, be stern or whatever because it's my job to get these kids back to their parents. But I didn't want to be like cracking the whip, you know, because it's Lyric's little friends and all of a sudden he's eight going on 18. So I was like, okay, guys, you know, like Miss Riley only asked things once. And I said, so I got, it's my job to bring you guys back to your parents. So this is the fair now. Like, you can't, that would be my worst nightmare to lose someone's child. Like, like you, I, I go directly to hell, you know? 
And so I was just like, Every, we're going to play a game. Like if you go more than like three feet away from Miss Riley, you get a zap, you get electrocuted. There's like lava and electrocution on the floor. <laughs> you like my sound effects? Um, so at first it was sort of working, but then there was this one boy that he just, uh, like I could tell this was going to be, that was the behavioral child as they said. And he was just a little bit sassy. I can deal with sassy. I'm sassy. Malin's sassy. It's fine. But I'm paranoid this entire time because you're going up and down these stalls with these cows that are like Hercules. They're literally like 1,200 pounds. And they've got them hooked to the wall by a rope. I'm literally, what the hell? If that cow gets saucy and wants to get off that rope and stampede one of these kids that's messing with his butthole because literally they were doing that, it's going to happen. So I'm like, okay, let's go, everybody. I'm trying really hard to give everybody their turn. Make, does everybody vote that we're leaving? You're laughing at me because this is so not me as a parent. Does everybody done? Did everybody get to see what they wanted to do? Is everybody ready? Can we vote? Is everybody ready to go? Okay, everybody's ready to go. Okay, wait, we only have three over. Like I was literally eating myself inside. I don't do this at all. Like, it, no, I give, what are you laughing at me for? You're the same way. You're the same way you are. I mean, you're worse than I am, actually, I think. I don't know. I, I, I just can't picture that. You can't picture me doing that? Yeah. Like, being patient for once? It Because I was trying. I was trying no, no, to be... I mean, like, like, the whole... I don't know. Oh, you wouldn't have done it. No way in Hades would you have done it. No, Absolutely I, not. I, I would have handled that kid a little bit different. You Well, we haven't even got to the worst part. So, this is this whole podcast in turn to Riley Rand, but I don't know. I think people can relate. And if you don't have kids yet, make sure you don't sign up to be a chaperone. But, so... The day kind of went okay. And he got to a space where he was like testing me. Because after lunch, I had unloaded all of the bags of lunch of the five that I had, including mine. And this one little kid came back and gave me this big old Gatorade that he'd had like three sips out of. And it was weird too, because you weren't allowed to buy anything in the park. It's very PC. Like they didn't, you know, back in the day, we would, our parents would send us with money. And whatever money we had, we could spend, but we weren't allowed to buy anything and we had to bring our own lunches. So he asked me if I would hold his big ass Gatorade. And I was like, you know, can you hold on to it? Because we weren't even supposed to be holding their waters or their jackets, just their lunch, which is weird. But I was like, can you hold on to it? He's like, I'm just going to throw it away. And I was like, no, because there's no water fountains here. We're not allowed to buy anything. That is your liquid for the day. And we had like two more hours and it was hot that day. So he's like, mm. He purses his lip and gets up and starts going towards the trash can with his Gatorade to throw it out. I was like, I'm just going to call him little sir because, you know, <laughs> I was like, little sir, what are you doing? And he just keeps trotting. And I was like, excuse me, you heard what I said, right? Okay. So he comes back with the attitude. He's got his drink. Kept trying to set that drink down everywhere he went to like, quote, forget it. And I'm like, I should just make this little kid forget it and just be, be parched all day, you know? So then we went into this area that he wanted to go to and remember the little zzz, 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 the electrist, like whatever the game, I think that kid was on his like ninth zap at that point. And I was trying so hard to be patient, but we were in this enclosed area and I'm looking around. There's a lot of babies, like little babies and Lyric and this kid, my son and this kid were like making chicken noises and getting like really, really loud. And I'm going, oh God, if these chickens freak out and there's all these little babies around, I don't, I don't want that. That's like silence of the lambs to me. And I just, ADHD and anxiety, I'm just like, okay, let's, let's move it along. And this one little kid was just like off in his own world. And there's a lot of kids. This would be breeding ground for everybody to snatch a kid up. 
And I was like, well, sir, like, hey, you got zapped. Come here. And he just looks at me, purses his lips. Like he had the whole Beyonce neck roll. Like his whole body rotated and put his back to me. I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm do ooh, you testing my Jesus kid. So he comes back or he doesn't come back. I walk up to him and I get at his level and I'm like, little sir, like you need to stay with me because if I don't get you home to your mommy, I'm going to be really sad and your mommy's going to be really sad. I'm trying to level with him. Looks at me again, rolls his neck and looks the other way and turns around again. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to punt this kid. I would never, but I was like, all right. So I had my little handy dandy card from the head teacher. I was like, you have a choice, son. You can either continue this because this is about safety now and you not staying with me and being crazy in a place where there's wild animals, whatever. They're farm animals are wild as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Cheetahs and lions. <laughs> it might as well be. It had, they had a turkey. Those are wild, right? Wild turkey. Shut up. <laughs> I hate you. Um, but I was like, you can either get it together and you, I'm going to give you the choice. Like you can stop running away from me and stop all this. And then we can continue with day. If not, I'm going to call this head teacher lady and we're going to go up to the front fence and you're going to ruin it for everybody. We're going to stay there until she comes and gets you. Cause I'm not doing this shit. But things went kind of okay after that. But then towards the end, when he saw his other teachers, like at one point he wandered off and I was like, I was like, little sir, come here. And he goes, why? I had to grip my teeth so hard. I was like, because I said so, please come over here. Just wandered away. And like by then, the behavioral teacher came over to me and she's like, well, you know, little sir has already requested to move to a different spot on the bus. So he's going to ride with me. I'm going, oh, my mother. Mm -mm -mm. Is there, I, wait, wait, is this on me now? Am I the one that's being scolded? What? And then I'm watching this little kid just try the shit out of this teacher. And I'm just going, <gasps> Like, if this was my son, oh, my. And I understand, like, kids that need a little bit more love and a little bit more patience because not as a child. As a child, my mom would have hit me with that chicleta, but, like, as an older kid, eh, I went a little sideways. But she was just coddling this little boy. And, I like, again, like I said with the old lady in the Dollar Tree, if it ain't my business at that point, like, the teacher had him, okay, fine. So, but I'm just watching this going, what the heck? And then our son, Lyric, has kind of been acting out in school a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying we're not responsible for him, that he's not responsible for his own actions. But it's just like it was such a swift decline of attitude with Lyric that I'm like, God damn, like, is this what he's seeing? But then I thought about it and I'm like, wait a minute. If this kid's doing that in front of all the rest of them and they're petting that behavior and then Lyric is seeing this going, well, what's good for the goose should be good to the gander over here, right? Like, why is he getting away with that? And I'm not. So then here's where it got shitty. The next day, Lyric told me that little sir was saying, your mommy's mean. I don't give a shit what this little kid thinks of me. And if being mean was getting you back home to your parents, then fine, I'll be mean all damn day long. But that's when it got shitty because he, Lyric was playing soccer with everybody and Lyric was running after a ball and this kid went and pushed him behind. Is this bad that I was proud of Lyric for his reaction? Because we live by the credo. Don't start shit. But if somebody's going to mess with you and this little kid's been messing with him since kindergarten, like calling him a baby and making fun of his hair and what have you, Lyric turns around and he goes, do you want to fight? Because I'm not afraid of you. And little sir was like, oh, you want to fight? And Lyric's like, if you're going to start this, cool. I'm not starting anything, but let's go. I was kind of like, 
Is that bad? That no. I was like, I'm not cheering on fighting. I'm, they didn't fight, and I'm glad for that. No, but. I mean, you stay in your lane. If someone comes in it, they, I mean, like my grandpa taught me that. I mean, that was middle school. He said, you never start a fight, but if someone brings it to you, he's like, you put them down. Yeah, like my stepfather, who was a maniac, and I'm not even joking about that, like childhood trauma to, to the kilt. But that was one thing he always said. Like, if you, if somebody ever does that with you, like, you pummel the shit out of them because they won't do it again. Well, yeah, I mean, and well, and you. You're breaking stuff. No, it's my phone. <laughs> no, but I mean, like my grandpa, he pulled all my cousins over. He told us the same thing because we're all like the same age. And, you know, pick the biggest one out. Hey, see, I didn't get all that. Like, you know, but, but like I could go a million different ways well, with that whole thing. But I mean, like that kid, it's like if he's throwing it away, it's like you want to throw it away. Fine. You're going to chug it. Well, but see, that's the mom in me, though. You know what I mean? Well, I'm not going to tell him to chug it because I'm not that kid's mom. You know what I mean? Because that would come back to me as some kind of. That would be, I would, uh, that'd be a moment I didn't want to deal with. But it was like, in the, the mom and me knows you're going to be uncomfortable all day if you don't have some sort of drink. I'm not going to take money out of my pocket to buy you a drink if you're being a jerk. So I want you to have this, but I don't want to carry it around. That was the teacher's rule too. Like, don't expect them that's to a, do that. That's a you problem, not a me problem. Okay. But I was trying to be, you, you laugh, but I was trying to be patient. No, I was trying I, I to like. You were, you were I, I thought you went above and beyond. I, I mean, was trying so I mean, hard. Like, that kid, I would have made all the other ones stand around and be like, hey. We're not going anywhere because this kid's got to do uh, 20 push-ups for, well, before we leave this spot. I mean, we're not, they're not recruits, babe. No, I mean, like, even when I coach wrestling, I mean, I had six-year-olds that like wouldn't want to practice. I'm like, that's fine. You don't want to wrestle? But that's the thing. You're going to run all practice, and I make them run, in, run for an hour. I get that. But like as a coach, you're like a semi-everyday. You're a constant authority in their life. I was just some lady that was coming in and going out. But it was also, too, like... I don't want to fucking chaperone ever again if I have to deal with that same child because then is he going to come around and try harder to be a nuisance and then go mess with lyric? That's what really bothered me is it was like retaliation in a sense. And I know that they're only seven and eight years old, but oh my God, the shit that they're like saying and doing that. Ugh, I didn't do that at eight and I know I'm ancient and everything, but like, damn. Well, I mean, I, I think it's. Yes. <laughs> You don't pick your word. Don't mince words on really Riley. Go ahead. What? No, I mean, it, it, I think I think the school system as a whole, yeah, is failing the kids. Kind of. Period. Because yeah. you're setting them up for failure. Because yeah. that's why, like, I'm a big advocate against participation awards mm -hmm. and all the other things. Because yeah. you coddle them all through life, mm -hmm. then they graduate, and the real world doesn't give a shit about that. Yep. So it's like, oh, like I have debt piling up. Like the real world's not like, oh, well, you got debt. Let me just take care of that for you. Like it doesn't care. It just yeah. keeps piling up. So like by coddling all these kids and like just giving them awards for showing up, like the real world doesn't give a shit. It's so weird There's too. winners and there's losers, like, period. It'll be a situation where in kindergarten, remember we weren't, they had to have snacks, but we weren't allowed to give them snacks. We had to send money to them, like five bucks for snacks because all the snacks had to be the same. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Because that's, there's going to be people that have more than you in life. There's going to be people that have things that you don't. And listen, this is coming from a kid that my mom was on food stamps when I was in grade school. This is coming from a kid that would never, ever, like the first pair of old ass Jordans that were used, it was the greatest thing since sliced bread to me. When I had kids that had fucking diamond rings at eight years old. So I'm not sitting here trying to act high and mighty because I know what that is to not have money. Shit, I don't have money now. But I don't like the idea of every, like, I don't want anybody to feel left out, of course, right? 
but at a certain space, you can't just shield them from everything. And if they're old enough now to be learning all this bad stuff and learning how to like fight and deal with those relationships and stuff, it's time to quit coddling. But here's the kicker too. Remember that fundraiser thing? The thank you, thank you, thank you. We got this uncle, I won't say his name, but like, cause he donated a lot of money for Lyric in that fundraiser. We, I had just gotten fired at that point. It was like, there, no, like we, we donated like 20 bucks. But in order to get far in this fundraiser, you have to donate a lot. And they call out their names and say how much each person like raised. Some of these kids, there ain't no fucking way they went door to door and got that money at all. And then they get toys for that. Like, and let's face it, the toys that they get, even if they're nice ones, you could have got it on Amazon for $10 for $350 that somebody donated. Oh yeah. I'm, well, it's, but you see what I mean? You see like the, like, well, yeah, I mean, they have all that stuff. And then like, I mean, even like the supply list, it's like, that's more shit than I need for college. And then they don't use it. He came home last year with like 50% of what we had bought. Anyway, we're, we're being old fogies right now. I'm just saying, I am very much in my villain era right now. Like don't fucking start shit. There won't fucking be shit because like there's another transitional phase happening and don't worry. It's not with really Riley or the candles or anything like that. It's just like, I'm in this different space where I'm letting go of a lot of shit, but I'm also not putting up with a lot of shit either because I said, my therapist said to me at one point, this is probably one of the most poignant things that she's ever said to me in the five years, six, six years, six, seven. Anyway, that I've known her is that when you start to change for the better or you start to have your confidence, sometimes people don't know how to deal with you. People don't know how to take it. They like the old you. I'm just not, I'm just not into it. I'm not into like dealing with shit just because. And as somebody in the media, it's fair to say that I take my responsibility of whatever I am now, you know, before I was a radio personality and local celebrity, I guess. I don't know, whatever. I feel so weird with that word. Media personality. I don't know. Public figure, whatever. Somebody that speaks in front of a lot of people. I always take what I say very like to heart. If I offend somebody and they're not an asshole about it, I always try to right my wrongs. I always try to be um, very even keeled with my opinions of like, if you don't agree with me, okay, cool but don't come for me for my opinions. We can agree to disagree. But lately, people just talk, they just test that shit. Like, who the fuck? Are you Queen Elizabeth? Are you the president? Even then, I don't think I would let you talk to me this I way. I mean, like, you've always done a really good job at that, but I think, I think that's another thing that's wrong with society. It's yeah. Like people have lost the ability to have different opinions mm-hmm. and have a conversation about it and walk away from that conversation. Yeah. Because it's it's now this thing of, you know, it's a lot of ego and a lot of entitlement. Well, it's like cancel culture. And it's also like you, I don't bother with, like I've gotten really good at this skill. Some of my best friends I've gotten good at this skill with. That like when I am having a conversation with you and I realize that it's going in 17 different circles, I'm not going to do that. Like I talk for a living, so I'm not going to waste my breath. Like just... Even people that will like call you for advice and you give them said advice and all they want to do is refute that advice. I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not doing it. Like, fine. Then you know what you're doing. Why are you calling me? I don't need to hear this. So yeah, aside from all of that, I did have a really great day last night because, or yesterday, because me and my OG Charmin, I haven't talked about Charmin in a while. I call her Charmin because she gives the best hugs in the world. They're like literally like the Charmin bear that's hugging the tree, the toilet paper. 
whatever. But um, I haven't been able to hang out with her singularly in a while. And I met her. She was an OG listener. And then she came to my very first pop-up. And then she helped me get into her practice for my booby exam. So we got real close real fast because she performs that booby exam. Anyway, we went to um, Dynamic Hammock. It's a place where I did the pop-up over the spring when the Mother's Day one got canceled. And we did a restorative chakra yoga. As much as I feel like you would feel like a fool, babe, like this was the best stretch ever. And then it was like a um, Reiki reset. I forget. Have you ever had Reiki done to you? Not like formally. Not formally. Okay. I've only had it done one other time. And I think that guy was just trying to get my pants. But <laughs> sorry, I'm not supposed to say that in front of my husband, am I? Don't, I'm sorry. I did. I told you, babe. I did not come out night, like pure as the driven snow. I had a child when you met me, you know. Anyway, but this was such a relaxing challenging, you know, cause you're upside down, you're swinging in silks, like, but the stretch was so good. I stretched muscles. I didn't even realize I had like in, it's cool because it was like a, a mental thing too. Cause some of the upside down shit, I'm like, Ooh, I don't like that. And she was like, you know, Riley, I know that you can do it. I've seen you do this, that, and the third. I was like, damn it. Cause when somebody says that to me, I can't not, but it was good. It was really great. Very restorative. I have it up on my Instagram. If you guys want to check it out, I suggest you do it a lot. Because it's, it was like the, the calmest I've been in a very long time. I literally fell asleep in that hammock. I think I snored a little bit. But um, lawn care poppy update. I know you've been waiting with bated breath. Is You said this is a big moment for lawn care? Yeah. So wait, for some of you, sorry. Some of you guys that don't know about the whole lawn care poppy thing, if you're listening and you're new, welcome. Um, Marshall just literally became like the lawn dad in the last year that he's the master of YouTube anything and you can figure it out. So we have, I don't know how big that yard is. It's big. Um, but they, when you move into a home and you build it with, you know, run of the mill builders and it's not like, you know, celebrity style, it's like, you know, sheet houses or whatever. They give you shit grass. So Marshall had to figure out how to make our grass not shitty because it's your OCD and you don't like grass to look like crap. So if you haven't heard any of the other lawn care poppy podcasts, make sure you go listen to them. They're funny. And by all means, send me your lawn stripe pictures because that always makes me crack up. Any hoozlebees, where are we with the update of grass? So fall is pretty much like the second like big growing season. Really? Yeah. You would think it'd be summer. Well, spring. so it's it's opposite. Okay. So if you're like North Carolina-ish, south, their growing season is summer because mm-hmm. they're mainly like Bermuda grass. Um yeah. How do you, this is literally just shit that you've learned in the last year? Well, yeah. I mean, like I've always been like cutting grass, but like I. Right. But what random person knows that South Carolina's growing period is different than over here in Maryland? Not me. Well, because it, because it, we're like in what's called the transitional zone. Okay. So like there's like, if you had like a map of the U.S., like. Sure. It's kind of like this band. It's transitional zones, like runs through Maryland. And then <laughs> above it, you have cold and then you have warm season grass. Right. So we're kind of now in like the second growing season. So like this is actually a better time than spring if you're going to like seed or overseed. This is so funny because the way my mind works when I hear like transitional, I'm thinking what? Like transitional cut diamond? Like my engagement? Like that's what I think about. You're thinking about fucking grass. Now wait, say that again. Transition to what? Seed, huh? Transitional. Okay. Season. Okay. So like there's cold, there's cool and then warm season. Yes. So we're kind of like in that band where we're transitional. So <laughs> falls, falls like the best time to kind of seed, overseed, all that kind of stuff. 
Um, Can you then, put that in Riley terms for somebody that has a yard, like maybe for me, like you know, single mom or whatever that has a nice house and wants to keep her yard nicely? Like Basically, now is the time to get everything looking good for spring and summer next year. Yes, sure. But like, okay, what is seed? Where do you get it? How do you put it down? So I recommend a lot of stuff that isn't going to be at like box stores. Okay. Because a lot of the stuff there is kind of crap. Right. So, no, but that's good to know because it's like if you invest money in your home, your yard is like, you know, your outfit. Yeah. Per se. I mean, um, like CGI is like a really good company for grass and a few others because there's a lot of like cultivators that just specialize. This is the seed you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, that just specialize in this and different blends of it. So they'll have stuff that's like drought resistant, um, if it's shade, full sun, and then all the different blends. So there's like turf type, turf turf type tall fescue wow and then Ooh, wait what you oh that's the fuck you grass mall y'all remember ogs remember that fescue you said that on the podcast and i was like what fuck you too okay go ahead sorry and then like they'll do that like a blend with uh kentucky bluegrass okay. um <laughs> so the different blends and all this other kind of stuff so um you want to go with something that is going to be pretty much weed free because a lot so of wait how do you know what kind of grass you have most i would say probably like 95% of people probably have fescue. Because I mean, <laughs> you, you guys just remember the fuck you grass. Because <laughs> I mean, outside of like, unless like you're already in lawn care, uh-huh. like you have fescue. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, this is what I'm asking you to dumb it down for me because I would never, never. When we got this big ass lawn, I was like, that's all you, boo. But okay. So you go get the grass. What do you have to put it in? Like, do you have to put it in like one of those wagons that like has the wheel at the bottom that spits it out? Yeah, I mean, so you can do that, but like the the best the best thing to do is actually cut the grass that you have like really really short. Okay. So, you know, like when I did just a few spot treatments in the yard, I should have gone even lower, but like I just did two and a half. And what is that? The blade length or the blade height? Blade height of the grass. So, Not everybody knows this, yeah. Lanker Papi. So how would you? There's a, like a maneuver on your. Yeah. So if you're if it's a if it's a rider zero turn or whatever, it's pretty easy on the deck adjustment. Or if it's a push mower. It'll have, you know, some, some type of adjustment where it'll like show like the inches and you can just kind of adjust the wheels to that height. Okay. So cut it low. Send him pictures if you can't figure it out at the marshmallow. Cut it low. Um, and you have a couple different options from there. So you can do, um, like I get, I did scarifying, which is basically like, it's a, (laughs) what? It's a blade that it rotates and it, it will cut and basically make like little slits that are about an inch apart Mm -hmm. into, into the dirt. So it'll, it'll cut the, through the roots mm-hmm. through like the, um, the thatch layer, which is like all the dead grass, mm-hmm. that layer. So it'll pull that up and cut through into like the actual soil. So it's like microdermabrasion of the vampire facial for your lawn. Kind of. No, seriously, yeah. it kind of is. That's basically the same premise. You could ah. dethatch, which is basically, it's like, there are little tines instead. And little what? Little tines. What's a tine? Um, just like a little piece of metal. Okay. That's like kind of like a... Like a thin piece of metal that'll basically just. You like, act like that's an everyday term. Like, Tines. Like, well, basically like a rake, essentially. Cool. So it'll rake up all like the dead grass that's in that layer. Mm-hmm. Um, you can aerate. So there's a couple different aerators. Most people just use like the plug aerators. Uh-huh. So it'll basically just take a little core. It'll, it's a hollowed out tube. Yeah. Take, take those. <laughs> Babe, I'm grateful for you because hearing all of this, I would just have shitty grass. Like I would just have shitty grass. Or you can do a slice eater. So a who a slice eater. So that'll actually like, it's like a blade. It'll hit into the grass and mm-hmm. then it'll, it'll put the seed in at the same time. 
So these are machines that'll like, it'll do it real, real fast. And that's essentially they're like smaller versions of like what farmers uses. Okay. Like big farms. That's a little much. Cause essentially Side like note. if you just throw grass down, the grass seed down, like it won't germinate. Yeah. It won't get it down in there. I get it. It has to actually in the soil. So this is when people also like level or at like a minimum, I would do some topsoil on top. Okay. So topsoil, peat moss, something like that on top, just like a thin layer, just probably just like a quarter inch. Um, and then the key here that a lot of people don't do, I'm just gonna let them go. You have to make sure that you're constantly watering. So every like six to 12 hours. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. It doesn't have to be long though. So just like a good, like 10 minutes. Cause ideally you want like an inch of water per week Okay. for the lawn. Um, but for grass, like you, you're going to need a, a lot more frequent. Yeah. Cause if that seed dries out, then it's pretty much done. So I got to put you on blast for one second. We were taking the boys for like a little nightly walk. Cause it's about to get like colder than a witch's booby out there. And like, you know, we like to enjoy the sunsets and take them down to the little playground for a little bit. <laughs> and there's that one yard in the, in the neighborhood that we always talk about that Marshall has yard envy. He literally has stripe envy for real. And like, he's looking at it. And I'm like, Oh, are you just admiring that guy's lawn and like figuring out ideas? He's like, no, I want to help these people, the neighbors next door. I'm like, what the hell are you? What? And I'm like, you can't, what do you mean you want to help them? What did you say that like their equipment wasn't good or some shit well, like that? No, I saw they, they had bought a striper. Okay. Cause like, I think they're, How I did think, you see that you nosy ass. <laughs> well, like I'm driving out of the neighborhood. Like I saw. Nosy. Okay. Karen. I'm not, no, I'm driving out of the neighborhood. I, I made an observation, uh-huh. um, but they, they had it set up wrong. So like it wasn't, it's not doing like what it's intended. How do you for. know that that it's not set up wrong? Because I have one set up on mine. What? Wait, are you? Do you know that because you peered into their garage and saw it wasn't no, set they, up wrong? No, they were out mowing their grass. So the the type of stripe that they put down is what alluded you to the fact that they set it up wrong. No, I I could see it on the mower. I was like, that's jacked up. Like they didn't install it right. Babe, you're a peeping tom. I'm not. It's in, they're in public. Okay, I'm joking. First of all, chill, papi, tranquilo. Oh my god. You're literally getting so sassy about this. Jesus criminy. Like, but you can't walk up to somebody and be like, let me help you with their yard. Like if somebody walked up to you and said you had the wrong lifting shoes on, you'd smack them. Like you can't do that. No, no. And those are new people in the neighborhood, right? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I think that was one of the last houses to go up of that side. So we don't, we don't know their names. Okay. We don't know if they have kids. We don't know if they are like sassy motherfuckers that don't like people telling them how to do things. Hello, Dollar Tree and the old bat lady. No, babe. You've already got the poop sign out in the yard. You've already, you know, even though that lady with her big old dong duty poop dog, like. Well, I haven't, I haven't had anything since that sign's gone up. You there, know what's there's funny? There's been some other people though. P, that. yes, because I was in there creating my concrete candles, which I don't throw up on Etsy, all of, almost all of them. Um. And her dog was like peeing there in that place where you have like the patch trying to have seed or whatever. And she didn't see me at first because I was like crouching down. <laughs> You'd have been so proud of me. You thought this is the sexiest thing ever because her dog went to lift a leg and I got up and like dropped the like um, mold that I had on purpose because it has like an outer shell that clangs and she looks up and pulls her dog away. It's like, Get off my lawn. That's some bullshit though. Why? Like that's expensive stuff sitting there and you're, you're still, you know what I mean? She like, doesn't know what that is. I wouldn't know what that is. No, but I mean like if you see someone's like doing something, like as I, you could see. It's like, being treated. Yeah, like that. Whoop. Careful now. I don't think that she's been in this. Like I've never seen this dog before, so she might be one of the people that like. It's not the dog. It's the owner. It's just like, it's just inconsiderate. I mean, yes. I think a lot of people feel like that outer edge of the, of the 
of the sidewalk isn't yours, but it is. You have to maintain it. So that part of that's our property. Yeah. Even though the sidewalk's on it, like that little ledge past the sidewalk patch is ours, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's yours, but like the, the county technically. But you have yeah. to maintain it. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I don't know. Like I, I've said this on the air before that when I had pink and I was a single person, I, maybe this is my karma coming back on you because I wasn't picking up dog shit. I was like, it's biodegradable. I wouldn't let her shit in somebody's front yawn, lawn or pe- where people walk, but it was like a common area. Oh, no, I was not like, going to pick up her little tiny duty. No, but like somewhat in like your defense, you had an HOA where like no one on your block did like anything. Like that was all covered by like the HOA. Yeah. So like no one did any maintenance on their own. Yeah. There was nothing like take pride in because like you are doing it yourself. Like everything was taken care of. Right. Like that shit pisses me <laughs> off. Like that's just... It's like the people that don't put their shopping carts back. They don't reach <gasps> their weights. I'm one of those people. You got to do that. Excuse me, sir. I got into an argument with one of my former co-hosts about this, and I had made a very fucking good point. Ooh, we going to fight? Look, <laughs> if it's fucking winter or it's raining, and you can't even go toe-to-toe with me because I did that job in high school. I was a fucking bagger where I had to go out there in the rain or the heat of Florida and bring those carts back. So I know this job. No, I'm not leaving my two kids in the car by themselves so I can take the damn cart all the way back to the cart retrieval thing. No, if I'm by myself, I'll get the exercise and get the steps in. I'll put it back. But if I have both of the boys with me, which I have the both of the boys with me about 65% more of the time than you do, sir. Really? I always, put it, I always put it back. Even Where do you put Malin? When he's, he's with you? <gasps> You leave him in the car to go put the car back. Because it, it's only like a couple spots away, so I just... It's not always. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Don't you be leaving my son alone. No, I'm not doing it. Like, when he was... Especially when he was like an infant. That it was just like, no, I'm not going to do that. I didn't... No. I'm not going to leave my child there by themselves. Maybe now it's a little different because they're a little bit older, but like a baby... Like a six week, you didn't do that when he was young, did you? No, I don't think I was. You weren't really, really doing together. the grocery shopping then I was, but. Huh. Wow, we almost got into it there. Like, no, I mean, I understand that it's hard work because I've done it. Pulling those things back and every little bit helps and just respectful or whatever. But no, not leaving my kids and no, not leaving my kids alone in the car. Or if it's like pouring down rain, I'm not going to leave my toddler in the cart longer than I have to. to no, just absolutely not. If I'm by myself, 100%. Even if the big kid's there, 100%. But Malin, that freaks out when you go within two feet of him, no. I'm not putting the cart back, sorry. Sue me. What? Any who's will be as well. I'm glad you guys listened to this 45-minute like bitch session between Marshall and I. I hope you enjoyed. Um, vision board event coming up in like two and a half weeks. Very, very excited. I just finished up the raffle gift, and it's... I almost don't want to give it away. I like it so much because I put one of my brand new concrete candles in there, but it's pure white. It's like, oh, it's so cute. Um, I put one of the glass Libby cups in there that's holographic. I put one of the new jewelry trays in there that has the crushed ice uh, rocks in it. I love it so much. I'm very excited. I am putting together the food noshes that we're going to get together. I am putting together all of the music lists. Thank you so much. Somebody put in their list that they wanted Trust Fall from Pink. Because I put on the podcast that I wanted everybody to send one inspirational song. Because that was the only thing we did last time that kind of sucked that we didn't have a playlist. We kind of just went with whatever the restaurant had. 
Mm-mm, not doing that this time. So we're going to bring out the little boom. And as everybody's putting their vision boards together, we're going to have just like feel good music. Cause I always think that's like good. Like I got one. What is it? Um, NF. You want me to be NF at my vision board event? Okay. Which one? Remember this. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Hey, you know what? I guess it doesn't matter. Like I have some screamo stuff on my like feel good playlist. That's cool. Um, no, I, th- that one's just, it is a really good one. We're all about that's, NF. That's timeless. We need to make sure that that happens next time he comes anywhere near here. He's he's uh, going to be at Baltimore next May. What? 24th. You didn't tell me that. We yeah. missed that. Why was it? Pandemic? We had tickets to that? Yeah. I think we still have him up there. Yeah, he's going to be in Baltimore in May next year, and then he's going to be in Hershey Park like the day after. Stop. Hershey Park's... Oh. That might be your very, very early anniversary present. <laughs> Anywho, if you guys want to hit me up with any Ask Riley's, any um, Show Me the Rings, I need y'all to get engaged so I can talk about jewelry. Um, if you guys have any small business spotlights, hit me up at reallyreallypodcast at gmail.com. Text line is 410-604-8895. And before my husband yells at me, if you guys could do me a solid and like, subscribe, and review, because when you review the podcast, that kind of kicks it up to like the For You page of podcasting. And that's how you get the advertisers and keep this shit going. And we got this army. I sent out the newsletter this week. What I've been doing to my belly button to help my periods. Sounds really weird, but have I not been like less crampy? Mm -hmm. Poor Marshall. But yes, it really freaking works. I do those newsletters all the time. I just started putting together some we got this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you goodies that I'm going to send out to the existing members already. You guys get five bucks off your first merch purchase, which I have the fall stuff. I just got to take pictures of it. One thing at a time, but make sure you sign up for that. I really appreciate you. We got this army, um, kind of keeps the podcast going, keeps the dreams alive, if you will. At Riley Couture on Instagram, at Riley Couture, um, that's all Instagram and Facebook. At Really Riley Podcast, outhouse, at House of W by Riley. And Marshall is the Fit Marshmallow and also the Lawn Care Poppy if you want to send him grass pictures. Love you guys longest. Love you, baby. Even though we're going to fight about that card thing later. <laughs> Um, but you guys, thanks for listening. And I will talk to you on Wednesday with another Ask Riley. And it's really, what? Boy, you know, I know you did not just interrupt me as I was giving my tagline. Go ahead. Can I remember to share? I said that. You said like, leave a review. Jesus criminy, Marshall, really? Share. This is, well, you, Please. Woo! Y'all, welcome to my OCD husband whom I love because at the end of the crux of that, he is supporting me. And this is cute in a sense. But damn it, Marshall. Share it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to die. Y'all, he's going to die. <laughs> it's really Riley.